Hey everyone, Timmy Chuck here. And in this episode, we wanted to do something a little bit different, mix it up. And I wanted to actually pull back the curtains and show you some behind the scenes, a story from one of our clients. His name is Gunther Williams. And we're going to be interviewing him in this episode, my team member, Hunter. A little bit of background on Gunther. He's been in our Perfect Week program for just over three months, and he owns multiple businesses. One of them is a ski lift supply company where they supply and, and manufacture the padding that goes around the poles on ski lifts, if you've ever, ever wondered uh, where that stuff gets made. And otherwise, he started a really successful Amazon e-commerce uh, business, which has just been taking off. They've been exploding this past year even in the midst of uh, everything that's going on in the current marketplace. So what they're going to cover in this interview with Gunther is where he was before joining the Perfect Week program. They get into how Gunther discovered how to quickly remove himself from the role of, of chief everything officer within less than 90 days of joining our, our program. Uh, they're going to cover off the unique method that he uses to delegate quickly and with confidence from anywhere. They cover off insights into how he manages multiple businesses without having to struggle. And lastly, Gunther's advice for navigating your business through uncertain times. So they cover a lot of terrain in this interview. I hope you really enjoy it and look forward to chatting with you all soon. You know, when I look around at all the entrepreneurs who are grinding it out, spending 70 to 80 hours per week growing their business, you have to ask yourself the question, at what cost? Hi, my name is Tim Uchuk, and in this podcast, we're going to be exploring the tools, tactics, and strategies for crushing it and scaling your business without making the ultimate sacrifice of your time and freedom. Hey, everybody. Hunter Otis here with Tim Uchuk, Simplify to Multiply, and the Perfect Week Coaching Program. I am here, actually, I have Gunther Williams here with me here today. How are you doing, Gunther? I'm good. Thank you. Good. Yeah. Happy to speak with you and happy to chat with you again. You know, Gunther and I spoke. Oh, when did you, when did you jump in? It's probably been a few months, maybe three months now. Yeah, it's maybe been three months now. Okay. So Gunther and I spoke initially and you know, he just jumped in and has been putting in work and getting some good results. So I wanted to hop on a, on a chat with him and, and capture a little bit more of his experience uh, for you that are listening, for you that are watching. And hopefully it can be of some help for you today. But yeah, Gunther, why don't you jump in? Tell us a little bit about, well, what's your name? What's your business? Where are you from? Um, just kind of give us an overview of what you do. And we'll go from there. So my name's Gunther Williams, and I run our family business. And over the last few years, we've um, kind of changed the structure quite a bit. We have one company that... Um, handles we make the padding for the ski resorts so if you've ever been skiing you've seen our padding on the hills or on the chairlifts so that's what we've been doing we've been doing that uh, for over 40 years now as, as a family and um, so I'm running that when well, my parents are retired and uh, we've kind of restructured things a little bit we have another company that owns all the properties and does real estate investing another company that leases uh, equipment and then we just added recently another company that's an amazon business which uh, you know we buy stuff and flip it on amazon and that's right. going crazy and great guns so nice. um 
basically I got to the point where I'm like, I got uh, four or five companies here I'm going to have to start dealing with and I need a way to stay on top of all this. I just, Hmm. I didn't, I have systems in place for everybody else. I just didn't have one for me to be able to see how are things going in every area without having to be in right in the middle of the day to day for everything. So Right. Um, that's really what I was on the lookout for, and and uh, the perfect week system seemed to uh, fill that void, and and at this point, it definitely has delivered. Awesome. Yeah, that's what I was going to kind of ask you next. Is just what were things like before? So, like, paint the picture. What was? Where were the problems? Like, what were the main issues that were coming up for you regularly, day in, day out, that were just really kind of that thorn in your side? Um, the, probably the biggest thing, I don't know that it was a thorn in my side just yet, but I could definitely see it coming down the road where I have things going on in multiple companies and there's just no way for me to keep up on all of them. Right. Uh, the way I was doing it anyway. And I know from a leadership standpoint, you know, I understand the genius is within my people <clears throat> and I have to leverage that. But it can't be a situation where I just trust that everything's being done and let it go. I have to have some way to measure it. I have to have some way to see it from a distance to see, just to make sure that everybody has what they need to be successful, basically. Um, right. It's not about keeping tabs, making sure everybody's doing their work. It's more about uh, making sure that they can be as successful as they can be in their different businesses, right? And there are different uh, jobs, I mean. <clears throat> and the best way to do that is to just have a system where, uh, you know, when we do our quarterly and annual planning, that everything is tracked. I make sure that it's being done. I understand where the um, where things might get even slowed down or stopped. And I can gather everybody together and address that to see how I can, you know, uh, make sure they have the resources they need to be successful because that's what it's all about is everybody needs to be successful and I should be driving that and maintaining the culture. Um, and I was just seeing that that's going to be a huge problem down the road if I'm not careful. So this really helped um, fix that in the Trello boards and the calendar blocking and all of those uh, things that we've talked about um, in the training system. Mm -hmm helped kind of pull me together and keep me from being scattered. Because one thing I would have as well is, is I have this huge list of stuff to do. It's on a phone, so you can't see how big that list is, but it's out to the either side, right? Um, <clears throat> a huge list of things to do, and occasionally, especially towards the end of the day, um, it was, you know, it was just, well, I don't even know what to do next. There's all of this stuff laying on the table, and I don't, I don't know where to start. Yeah. You know, I would personally get lost. And so it's a lot easier. You know, right now I have four, probably four or five different Trello boards that I just cycle through during the day. When, it's, when I hear myself go, what's next? I just cycle through the Trello boards and hit the next biggest thing, right? Right. Yeah, so so you're, you're not having to think helpful. all the time. Like, yeah. oh, and, and just balance all the million things in your head or on that one massive list, you can just go in what are the specific things that are set out that need to get done next and be able to confidently just move forward and get her done instead of having to think and juggle priority right. and all of that. Yep. 
Yeah, that's huge. It's extremely painful when we're trying to jump back and forth between stuff all the time. You know, like especially when you have multiple businesses coming at you, pinging at you, and then all these different pieces within each business. It gets it gets messy real quick, real quick. So so then let's talk about then results, right? So because obviously with anything that you do, if there's not a return on investment, then you know you might as well just throw whatever you got in the garbage, right? So for yep. you, like, what's, what's been the biggest outcome for you so far, even in just the, the few months that you've been on board? Um, I would say for me, it's the fact that now I have a way or a system to work through the things that are on my list. Like my backlog lists are huge in every Trello board I have, right? Right. Um, <clears throat> but you know, on the leadership boards, each company and the leadership team, we're pulling those things forward each week to know what we're working on and know how we're doing. Right. Um, and sometimes those have to be involved, and sometimes they don't. So, I mean, that, that's good. Um, and then, uh, so, I mean, the results are truly in the fact that I can say, okay, here's my backlog. What are my top three to five things I'm going to get done in each area this week. And then I stick them in there and, and then I know what I have to work. Uh, results as well as now I have a good picture through the Corello uh, website. I have a good picture of how my people are doing. So when we sit down each week for our leadership meetings, I can say, okay, we, these cards are overdue. Where are we stuck? And what do we need to do to move, them, move these things forward, right? Right. Um, so it's really easy to see, okay, these things are stuck um, and talk about how we move them forward. Um, see, that's, that's a huge part. I mean, another part of that is calendar blocking to make sure that I, I'm focusing on the right stuff at the right time. I still have a lot of work to do there. Um, I would say, you know, if you're ready to go to challenges, I would say the one challenge is not falling back into my old habits. It's difficult to, <laughs> to keep it up, right? You right. know, uh, with calendar blocking, it's difficult to not just go after everything and not focus where I had it focused. So I really have to, you know, dial that back and think about it. Um, right. I would say another thing on the results list is I did the, uh, the two-week time inventory i can't remember what that's called but you know just watching what i do every 15 minutes to 30 minutes yep and what i realized is i was spending probably a good 20 percent of my time was spent on things that i could hire a handyman to do or shovel off to somebody else they were low value things yep. for me right and i was spending almost zero time on the things that i really love to do which is leadership and business development and so I was, you know, letting the day-to-day -day get in the way of what I really enjoy. And so that's where burnout comes from, right? Yeah. Um, so that was kind of an eye-opener. And so I could quickly make some adjustments there. It was easy to find a handyman that could come in and do, you know, little things around the building. You know, I got a new building here. You can see we're probably, uh, you know, we're doing some remodeling in here. Well, it's not remodeling. It's first model. So, I mean, this, yeah. is, this is where we're at. Right. Um, so, so that's where you know I could find somebody else to do some of this. Not that I don't come in and throw a sheetrock sheet up every once in a while just to right. change <laughs> change my view of I need a time to think. You know, you need a reset. So yeah, but 
but it's not where I'm spending most of my time anymore, which is good. Right, because when we're, you know when most of your time is there, it's like you might be getting a ton of stuff done in a day, even, but because it's all firefighting, right, and all these right. like little things that aren't moving the needle, like you can be just completely exhausted. Like doing remodel work is completely exhausting, right? Yep. It takes a ton of energy or just handyman stuff and all of a sudden, you know, you're thinking you've got all this stuff over here as the owner in the back, just brewing, right? Like yep. big, big issues over here and you're over here trying to fix, you know, a water leak. Like, cool. You got that fixed, but all this is still there. It is probably worse yep. now, right? Because hours have gone by without addressing it. So it's just right. I mean, it's this vicious cycle. It's like, it's so easy to get pulled into that stuff and get in those patterns because especially if it's things that we're like confident in, right? Like if, if you've got skills to do the plumbing and something's broken, then you want to just go and fix it. So it's, but it's really hard to have boundaries around our time. Like say, no, yeah, I'm really good at that. And I could probably do that. But what else am I neglecting if I go and, and go ahead and do this over here and who should I really be empowering to fix that? You know, right. and the you know, impact is huge when the list of stuff in front of you is so big, sometimes it's easier just, you feel better just checking things off the list. Yeah, exactly. I don't have the brain power to do that. And so I just wanna check some stuff off the list. And so I go do the easy things, you know? Yep. And that's not a bad thing necessarily, but at least now it's more visual and I know I'm making that choice instead of yes. just kind of fluffing off on, on out of habit maybe or um, right. you know whatever so now it's more of a choice because I can see what's in front of me and it's like you know what I don't have the brain power to deal with this today I'm gonna go do something else it doesn't require a lot of brain yes it's more of a choice than it is to, to say oh I got I'm just trying to check things off my list you know we're not yep. there yep because it becomes like an avoidance right it's like there's these things that are uncomfortable that we get resistance, like internal resistance that comes up when we go to do it, but we know it's going to change the game, like really important stuff that we need to get done, but it's not easy stuff. So mentally we just like, that makes us uncomfortable. So then we just start going to these easy tasks that eat up all of our time. And that's where, you know, some accountability and having somebody that you're reporting to and, and, you know, you're the one holding all your people are accountable. Who's holding us accountable. So having someone in your corner, is helping yeah. for that for sure. So then Tim mentioned something about because because it's a family business, right? There's multiple multiple partners engaged. So Tim told me something about your partnership changing as a result of the work that you're doing. Tell me about that. Uh yeah, I mean recently my my parents, it's obviously me and my parents, but uh so recently we've changed the partnership. We're actually gonna do some of that paperwork today, but um Basically now, instead of being mom and dad being the general partners who are the decision makers in the partnership, it's now mom and myself are equal decision making partners, um, which is good. And I will own a larger part of the partnership as well. So that was a big win for me anyway, knowing that, you know, she can see that I can keep everything together and everything going. So, you know, yeah. what I've built here is, is something worth, you know, I own a bigger part of it. So that's good. Yes. Yeah, that's really exciting. It's fun for us to be able to see little changes like that because everything's connected, right? Like right. all these little things start to add up and, you know, other people around you, they notice, they, they take notice, whether they're your employees 
and they start showing up more and taking more ownership because we're more on point and they can tell that we're more engaged with them and helping them. But then in your situation, you know, your parents and partnership opportunities, stuff like that. I mean, it's huge. So cool. So for you then, I guess what's been the biggest for you, what have you liked most? Like working with Tim, getting the program, you know, implementing the systems, having the coaching calls, the, our community, like what's, What's been your favorite part, I guess? What have you liked the most about it? I think just implementing the systems. I mean, it was easy for me to, to take hold. I could see where I needed to go. I figured it out, how it would work for me. And then I pushed it down to my team and we worked through it together um, and tried to figure out how it can work for us as a whole. And everybody seems to like it and see how it can help them move forward as well. So, I mean, yeah. that's, that's been the biggest thing is, you know, what I was looking for was that system. Um, coaching calls are okay. They're, uh, I mean, they're, they're good when I have an issue that I want to discuss or whatever. It's, it's good to be able to go somewhere and get um, that feedback. Um, <clears throat> if I don't have an issue, though, it's, that's a chunk of my day, right? You know, yeah, yeah. So um, I don't always make it. I probably should make it more often than I do, but, uh, but it's been really handy to say, okay, this piece isn't working. What am I doing wrong? Or right. know, here's how we did our last quarterly meeting and to get some feedback on, you know, some things that I could have done a little better, you know, which has been really right. Well, that's why we like to have kind of multiple different ways of, of learning and engaging with the content, right? Some people, you just hand them the online portal and the step-by-step -step that's there. And we don't hear from them for months and all of a sudden they come back and they're like, everything's fantastic, you know? And we're like, oh, that's good to know. I have, we haven't heard anything, right? But then there are some people where they got to be on every single coaching call because they're like verbal processors, verbal learners, and they need that hands-on, you know, communication and connection to really put into place. And that's why, you know, that's why it's there. It's, it's, uh, and for you, like, you don't need to be on every call. Like, I think that's the beauty of it, right? It's, it's an as needed basis. Like you don't have to get on every call. It's really just, Hey, if you've got a specific problem, then yeah, hop, hop on a call so we can bust it out faster. But it's right. really just what are your needs and what works best for you? And are you getting where you're wanting to go? Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What about your team? So like the last few months, obviously you started handling things differently. What's been some feedback that you've gotten from your team in the process as they've noticed things? Um, <clears throat> I think from my team, I mean, they get frustrated whenever I implement new systems, they get a little frustrated, but I think all in all, it's helped them in the same way. I mean, the feedback from them is, well, it's nice to have a to-do list that I can just work through. Um, I think my biggest issue with the team right now is that they're they're just continuously adding things to the Trello board, and I gotta you know give them a little coaching on how to manage that Trello board and focus on the things that were put on there at the beginning of the week because these are important for a reason, right? Right. Um, it's not just a, a to do list where we're trying to check off as many things as possible. We're trying to get the most highest priority things done, so. We've still got a little work to do there on the implementation and figuring out how it works best for each group. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's, they've, they've all enjoyed it so far. 
I think it's going to be really helpful. Yeah, and then are you are you primarily now still working with one of the entities more specifically, or are you kind of helping with all the businesses all the time now? <clears throat> Basically, I just have two of the businesses actually have people that are working or running it uh, in different ways. So um, both of those businesses are actively using it at this point. Implementing okay. it. One of them, I have several different departments to deal with. Um, and one and the other one is fairly new still so it's just got the one group um, basically so it's a lot easier to implement it on that end. yeah yeah and then when you're jumping into a, you know when you're investing in any type of program obviously there's fears concerns you know maybe reservations that you have like what what were the things that kind of concerned you the most with jumping in right maybe what were those biggest fears that you had at the outset and then what what helps to calm those fears, like to help to reassure you and, and put those things to rest? Um, I'm not sure I had a lot of fears because I had a, a, an idea of a system. I was looking for a system to make things better. Mm. Um, and so I was in a mode of looking for that system. So as I, as I saw what was built out you know, in the modules, um, it was easy to see the benefit. I would say that the cost, especially right now with the COVID stuff going on, was um, was difficult. Um, but all in all, you know, I had some other. I had a training budget, so I used you know this the training budget for that to right. some extent. So I think all in all, it worked out. And actually switching from what we were using to Trello and this other stuff has actually saved us a little money in the long run. So, um, you know, all in all, it worked out. So I don't know that there were any reservations per se because this is exactly what I was looking to to accomplish. You know, I was looking for a system that could do this, and so I think. Maybe the, the reservation that I had the most might have had to do not. Uh, I guess if the process gets too sales tactic-y, you know, um, right. it, it might have spooked me away a little bit. But, but, you know, you guys didn't really, it didn't feel that way too much. I mean, it was a little bit, you've got your videos out there that book you and then all of a sudden you got to pay money and all that kind of stuff. Um, sure. That's just how it goes. I don't think I would have found you any other way. But, uh, right. You know, not, I don't like to be hard sold and I don't think I was so, but that would have turned me off probably. If it, if it had sure. Right. Well, and I think that's, you know, that's something that's important, not just to us in obviously bringing people on board, but, I think in general, like with your people, with our employees, with our clients, our customers, everybody, like one of the biggest things that we need to accomplish is making sure people don't just feel like a number, you know, and that it's not just, uh, we're not, they're not just a sale or they're not just an employee getting things done for us. You know, like there's, there's more depth to that, you know, and like, that's the reason why we take more time on those calls is really just to go through and be as thorough as we can to make sure somebody's the right fit because if they're not it's like 
this is not what you should do. Like go find something else that's a better fit, right? Cause it's just going to hurt. It hurts both parties. And then as, as well as even our, when it comes to our employees and stuff, like if our employees aren't the right fit for our company, if they're not working out, if the data is not on point, you know, and they're not on track and they're not feeling successful and we're getting frustrated, then there's something that's got to give and it's either us or them. Right. And yep. that's the beauty of it. And say, Hey, what's going on with us first? What can we fix here? Right. Cause if you were, uh, had all these concerns and fears and didn't jump in and you know, you didn't have this opportunity to fix all these things like that would, you know, that weighs heavy on us. So it's like, okay, well, what can we change to try to make it so that you feel confident coming forward? So I'm glad that you felt that way, but it's even for our, goes to our employees. It's all about relationships, you know, is really what it comes down to. And can they, can they function optimally and work productively together? So, yeah, yes, I guess, what about personally for you? Like, you know, you don't have to go too in depth or anything, but is there, how has this impacted you, just your personal life, your own personal fulfillment, time with family, um, your own personal bandwidth to do other things other than just work, right? Well, I would say I'm, I'm pretty good at keeping things separate, you know? Um, I work when I'm here and when I'm home, I'm home. Uh, but I could see where that was gonna get harder and harder. So like I say, this, the system, Having a system in place makes me, it makes it a lot easier to just let it go when I walk out the front door at the end of the day. Right. Um, so I know that nothing's going to get lost and, I'm, uh, you know, it's okay. If I didn't get it all done today, I'll get it done tomorrow. You know? so. Right. Well, and that, it was an interesting time when you jumped in, right? Because we've got COVID going on. And yep. when you jumped in, it was right at the kind of the beginning of everything shutting down. Right. So you didn't really know what was going on. And so, and then also you had more time on your hands as a result of that. Right. Or maybe, maybe less. correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> Things are a little crazy for a little while. There just so much uncertainty. So what has that been like, like for someone that's maybe freaked out right now, even still, you know, we're what end of July here. If someone's still nervous about that situation, what would be your suggestion there? And how has this time actually been beneficial for you in getting these types of things done? Well, <clears throat> again, it was a good spot to have a, um, to put that system into place because I, you know, obviously when everything blows up like that, you've got to regroup and you got to rethink where you're going to be having that system to where I could say, okay, let's just plug this into the system here and let's get moving. Here's what we have to do now. This is what we were going to do before, but now we got to do something different. Right. Um, and so having that system has helped really move that stuff along. Um, you know, I'll tell you one big thing that I really have enjoyed is the, the ability to delegate. Mm. So <clears throat> um, before, if an employee wasn't here and I needed them to do something, I had to wait for them to get here. I had to wait for them to have time um, to, for me to explain what's going on. Well, now I can just pop up a screen and do a loop video and it's not a perfect way to get it done, but I can explain what I need and show them my screen and show them where the files are and give them links and create a Trello card and bang, I'm out. Yep. I'm off to the next thing. I don't have to wait and worry about that delegation getting done. Right. Um, <clears throat> it made it really easy to work with some 
a, a developer on Fiverr to get some reports that I need. I just told him what I wanted, showed him what I already had made up, and he went forth and did. And I mean, he wasn't even in this country actually. So right. um, the ability to, to delegate that way and to push things off and to let people know what's going on um, quickly like that without where, where it's not an interruption to their day, they get to take in that information whenever they're ready. And, right. And then if we can get together and clarify if we need to, but it's a lot simpler that way. Yep. Be able to do that. Um, and, you know, during times like this or during any time when things get stressful, uh, never contract to protect. I mean, that would be my number one piece of advice. I mean, there are lots of people who are scared and are trying to protect themselves. Well, we're out there picking up the pieces, you know, whatever you left behind, whatever you fell out of your bag, we're picking it up. Yep. Um, and so we've basically been running full 40 hour weeks almost the entire time. Mm -hmm. um, we just pivoted, did what we needed to do for our local hospitals and local area healthcare workers and, you know, we're a sewing shop, so it was really easy for us to do masks and gowns and stuff like that. So right. Right. Um, we had that, but I mean, the focus was really on, <clears throat> um, let's do something new. Let's do something different. Um, yeah. Let's pick up the pieces. Let's pick up where somebody's left off. Let's, you know, whatever it is. And, and the system really helps with that uh, hmm. in that it's easy to delegate and help people point people in the right direction well that's really powerful honestly really powerful advice just you know when things get hard don't slow down you know we got to sometimes like slow down to regroup and make sure that we're heading in the right direction right but pivot evolve adapt change grow learn yeah like attack your market and figure out a way to be able to move forward um that's really really strong advice because I, I think a lot of people need to hear that. Like when so much uncertainty happens, like it's our natural tendency to just to freeze up, you know, and curl into the fetal position and protect ourselves. But that's, that's part of this whole thing, like of, of life, you know, in general, right. It's just taking the resistance that comes our way and using it, like eating it and letting it make us stronger rather than tear us apart. So yeah, that's really, really good advice and good job on that. Seriously. And you're right. You're like the biggest thing is that other people are going to slow down when tragedy hits, you know, so many people are going to slow down. So it's, you have to just jump in and, and pick up the pieces and, and move trudge forward because it's such a huge opportunity, you know? So I guess, um, is there anything, any other benefits that you've experienced that you want to add that you feel like, they're just coming to your mind that that's been really helpful for you. No, I don't think so. I'm kind of <clears throat> up against a hard break here. I got to go do something else. So there's not much more I can think of. Yeah. Sounds good. And, uh, we can wrap up here, I guess. Is there any final words of wisdom that you'd recommend for anyone that's maybe on the fence trying to decide if this is what they should or shouldn't do? Uh, you know, if, if, <clears throat> if you're willing to put in the time and do the work, it's going to be a huge benefit out the other side. It does take some work and 
some figuring and some adjustment, um, and you got to learn some new habits. But um, anybody who's ready to take that next step towards business owner and not business worker, um, that's that's really it's time to get it done. Right. Amen. There's a lot more right. on the side waiting for you, right? Yeah. All right, Gunther. Hey, it's been a it's been a pleasure being able to reconnect and chat with you again. I have good okay. luck okay. with everything on your plate and take care of yourself. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks. Yep. Later. Hey, Tim Uchuck here. And real quick, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, if you could take a couple quick seconds to give it a rating, it would be very much appreciated. And secondly, if you're looking for more tools and strategies on how you can crush it in life and business, just head on over to bookwithtim.com where I've put together a free case study which shows you how to unlock unprecedented freedom today by using the two power levers. Just head on over to bookwithtim.com. Until next time, wishing you success and freedom in your business. Cheers.